0: Good everybody, and uh, welcome to the Motzei Shabbos Shir for Pashas Vayera. The subject for this evening, I entitled Kiddush Hashem, Are People Killed Defending or in Attacks Against Jewers, Jews Considered Kadoshan? Perhaps it's a bit of a sensitive question, a bit of a provocative question in some ways, perhaps. Um, it's not intended to pask in anything, and it's not really a halacha la topic in the purest sense of the world, of the word. But I think something worth exploring, especially, unfortunately, as we ponder, uh, what's going on in Eretz Yisrael now? We know that a few weeks ago, so many people were slaughtered. And uh, the question is, if somebody is killed as a Jew, does that automatically render the person a kadosh? Is the person considered to have died al-Kiddush Hashem? Well, no, there's other merits, but that's not uh, that's not one of them. And of course, the question becomes, what if you have a person who wasn't necessarily uh observant in terms of Torah mitzvahs, but was killed in some tragic uh, attack against Jews or in defending Eretz Yisrael and so on? Is that person labeled a kadosh? But no, we figure out, because Baruch Hu figures out whatever other merits he has. And of course, I'm not here to pask in one way or another, but uh, rather to go through some sources to give us some uh, insight into this, because certainly we refer to such people colloquially as Kadoshim. We refer to all those who perished, unfortunately, in the Holocaust as Kadoshim and those who fell in Eretz Israel. What exactly are the halachic uh, issues behind that, uh, behind that title? Uh, and the question of whether such people are considered to have died, Al-Kiddush Hashem, or not. So in the end of Parshish Vayir, this morning's Lenin, of course, we read about the Akedus Yitzchak, Ha-Kadosh Baruch told told Avram Avino in Beresh's Parakov Beis, Pasuk Aleph, and Beis, Vayachar, Etc. Baruch Hu summoned Avram and told him, Yachmaz, Etc. Right? And Hale Shamla Ola offering, the end of Pasuk Beis, offer him as an Olo, offer him as a carbon on one of the mountains, and sure enough, Avram does so. A few pasuk later, Pasuk Tes, Built in his back. he set up the wood, he bound Yitzhak onto the he put him onto the onto his about to slaughter him as a and He was prepared to do it, and then of course the Malach came afterwards and told Avram to stop, not to do it, and so on. It was a test, and as, as we all know. But anyway, Avram Avina was willing to have to be Mekadeh Shem Shamayim to fulfill the will of a Kaddish Baruchu, to carry out the will of a Kaddish Baruchu, even if it meant killing his own son. And we know that we certainly call upon the Akeda rather regularly, daily in the davening, it's in Corbanas, and certainly during the Omam Narayim season, we recall it, um, uh, on numerous occasions and so on. An interesting Medrash, in the Yalkut Shimoni, a few, in a few places, different versions of the measures. This particular one that I quoted here in source two, so I'm not going to read it all inside. It's a Yalkut Shimoni uh, an Echo, Remes Tough Tov Reish Chav Tes. In the Chelik Beis, so the Major Yalkut Shimoni tells the story of a woman with her seven sons. We're familiar with the story as a story of Hannah and her seven sons. though the name Hannah is not mentioned here, but again, there are different versions of the story. This particular version has, and I'm going to say it outside. The the Caesar, the Roman ruler, uh, called her and her seven sons and commanded them to bow down one by one. And you can read through it. Each one quoted a different pasuk to explain why he was not going to bow down, and he was executed on the spot for failing to uh, listen to the king and instead standing up for his beliefs and dying, certainly, in that sense, al-Kidosh Hashem. The second paragraph continues when he came to the seventh child, a little boy, and uh, the the king told him to bow down. He didn't want to do it, and so on. He refused to do it, but he felt a little bad, so the king threw something on the floor and told him to go pick it up, and that'll be like bowing, but he wouldn't do it. And so the king said, okay, he's going to be executed as well. If you look at the last couple of lines, the mother, the mother, asked the king, please let me just say something to my son before he is executed, he gave her, gave her the right, and he whispers into the mother, she whispers into his ear look at the last line uh, go to your father Avram, when you get up there, you'll meet Avram Avinu. when you get to Avram Avinu, you say to Avram Avinu, you are willing to execute, you built his bath for one son I uh, sacrificed seven sons and, uh, you know, then she died as well. That's the, that's the medrish. Now, what exactly does medrish mean? It's hard to say that was well, she trying to show up, Avram. She was trying to say, well, you know, you only did it to once and I was going to do all seven, you know, uh, was, it, was that the purpose? Probably not. Otherwise, Chazal wouldn't have presented it this way. Most likely what she was saying was, Avram Avino, we got our inspiration from you. You're the one who told us that sometimes it's necessary even to lose our lives for the sake of of, 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 Kiddush Hashem. And that's the idea, and that's what the Akeda serves as the paradigm for that. As a matter of fact, in sometimes you will see the name of a person, uh, who died, Al-Kiddush Hashem. It'll say his name, and afterwards say, it'll say, Nerag or Nirzach, Akeda, Ayin Kuv Dalad He, which is Rashi Tevis. It's an acronym. It's initials, Al-Kiddush Hashem. You'll see that sometimes as a Rashi Tevis, Akeda. So there's deep connection, of course, in Akeda and Kiddush Hashem. Now the Torah tells us, in Kriyashma, we know, in Pasuk Ches, we you know the Pasik of Right? We love Akharish Baruch Hu with all our heart, with our soul, with all our property. The Mishnah in Brachas, the ninth parak says, nun We have to love our Qurish Baruch, Hu and we have to follow HaKadosh Baruch Hu's ways, even if he takes our lives away. That's the requirement. That's the Gemara Mishnah in Brahkas. Then there's a sugya in um in, and if you really understand Hejin, but we're going to look at the Ramah in a moment, based on other Pesukim. there's a Psukh in Achrimos, in Source 5, which is talking in general that the purpose of the mitzvahs, the mitzvahs were given to live by. The mitzvahs were not given for us to die for. The mitzvahs were given to live by. And that's why, for let's say if somebody's very sick on Shabbos, he has to drive to the hospital. Of course, you drive to the hospital. Be Person has to eat on him kipper because he's not well. he eat on him kipper. That's for Chai Bohem. On the other hand, in Parshas Emor, by Yehuda Perkovich, Pesik Lamad, Beis 46, the Lord's Chalul Hashem Kunti Benikdashti B'soch B'nei Yisrael. There's a mitzvah to Hashem, sanctify the Hashem is sanctified in the front of B'nei Yisrael. And Rashi explains there in by Yehuda Parshas Emor, Perkovich, Pesik Lamad, Beis, Lo Lavar L'Avor Al Tvarim Mizidin. So what, what, if it says Lo S'chalul, what's added by Benikdashti? You're not allowed to profane the name of Hashem. So what does it mean to sanctify His name? It means, as Rashi says, at the end of seven, Misar Atzmacha. Give up your life. Give yourself up. In order to sanctify my name, so that's a requirement. And the Rambam presents this in Hilchas Yisrael Torah Parakeh, the first three halachas. Halach Aleph, he says, Kol base source eight Hashem." Everybody is commanded concerning the mitzvah of kiddush Hashem. Okay, shenamik tashven and so on. And what does it mean? Kaitzad, because If a non-Jew comes and forces a Jew to violate any mitzvah of the Torah, okay, or I'm going to kill you. That's your choice. So then, yavor balei harayik is a general rule. You violate the avera and don't let yourself be killed because it says it says okay you're not allowed to give up your life for all for other mitzvahs. However, the says when is that true? That's by most mitzvahs, but not by amoriskachavim idolatry, you know, showing allegiance to another religion, gila arayus incest, and, incest and adultery, and so on, and proper sexual conduct, and and murder. Those averas of the Someone tells you violate them or I'll kill you. You have to let your then the Rambam goes on saying there's also a difference if it's done in public, okay, if it's done in front of other people, okay, if it's before Hesiah. And as well, in Halachah Gimel, if it's a shas it's a time of persecution of Jews, they're trying to get Jews to abandon their religion, then even a small thing has willing to give up your life. That's the Din of Yaharag Mal And that is the typical thing we think of when we think of somebody dying, Hashem, somebody who has been told, who's been, uh, has been commanded by 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 someone forcing him, you know, by, by a non-Jew who's telling him you better give up your religion, you better worship this idol or accept this religion, and so on, or I'm going to kill you. Then it's a haragayavo. That is the classic form of and If that's the case, no. somebody- what's the what's, what's the pshat? I'm sorry, I just want to go yeah. back the end of halacha Aleph Yeah, the Be imaez below avar. What what does that mean? He's dead already. Yeah, okay, but in terms of Allah, it's a big question, and not everyone agrees the on that. But I have to say it another time. It's a good question. a good cash. We'll have to look into it another time. Okay, because it it's, it means in terms of your ultimate reward. Anyway, as if you took your own life. Okay. Anyway, um what I'm trying to bring out here is that Kiddush Hashem, like the I like the story with the woman. Again, we in colloquially, in the verse not mentioned that medrash in the and But uh, that's when you're forced to give up your religion and you die for that. Okay, somebody who was killed, whether it's in the Holocaust or killed in an attack by Rahman and in Eretz so he wasn't told by anybody to give up, he wasn't sticking up for religion and saying, I'm not going to, you know, show allegiance to another religion, I'm going to abandon Judaism, that's not the case. So that would not seem to fall right off the bat in this type of Kiddush Hashem. However, there seems to be other examples. For example, you look in Source 9, the Rabbin Yonah, Shari Tshuva Shardal Shardal says that a person who has uh, you know, he, he's going to be punished and so on. But, you can always sanctify the name of Hashem. That opens the door to other examples of Kitchen Hashem besides dying. There are ways to rectify even a Hashem. Now, the idea behind it, is what the Sefer Chinnich mentions there in Parashas Emor? It's Mitzvah Reish Sadi Vav, the Mitzvah Kaddish Hashem, Source Ten. Shemitah Vino LeKaddish Shorish Mitzvah Ki Adam Lo Niver Rak Lavod Boru. A person was created to serve our Kaddish Baruch Hu. Moser Eino If you don't do what you have to do and serve your serve your your, you know, your master properly, and, and and instead you know you try to save your life and so on, then you're not you're not, you're not a good servant. So that's the idea. You have to be Mekaddish the, the Shame of our Kaddish Baruch Hu. But again, most likely it's referring. To a, um, you know, to someone who gives up his life, uh, rather than violate, uh, an Avera, as opposed to simply dying, you know, because he's Jewish. On the other hand, if you take a look in Source 11, the Sefer of Mitzvah's Cotton, the smack. So there are comments on the Sefer of Mitzvah's Cotton from Rabbeinu Peretz, one of the Balantosis. So now goes Rabino Rabbeinu Peretz to Mitzvah Gimel, Os Zion. He writes, for There were people in the time of Crusades and other times who killed themselves rather than be subjected to torture, whatever else, and and, you know, giving up the religion by by non-Jews, right? They now at the end Lamaisa they they they, were, they weren't killed by the non-Jew they killed themselves but he writes the some kedoshim he calls them kedoshim they weren't sure they'd be able to withstand you know the, the, the when someone else threatened them so they took their own lives first you know again they're afraid to be tortured and so on or afraid to be you know threatened in this way so they took their own lives first he writes kedoshim gemurim heim they are kedoshim, even though at the end they didn't exactly give up their lives. But there too, it was that was the context. The context was they were going to be told to violate or or or. or. You know, or lose your life. They took their lives first, but again, it's it's, it's not quite the same kiddush Hashem. The Trumas Hadeshen as well. And even Reish Mem Aleph, one of his Chumash twelve. his son Hashem, Kadosh Ikri, The actual, and that's as far as I know, The first time, you know, there in the Agadah of Parrots and Chumash we find the nickname Kadosh given to people who lost their lives. But the point is, even if you were not killed by the goy, but you took your own life first, rather than because maybe you wouldn't be able to withstand, you give in and violate that avera. But there too. Again, the background, the Milieu, is somebody who is who is, is being asked to give up his religion. Okay, which again would not necessarily uh, impact the situation we're talking about here. One other tshuva from the Rishon of the or Zerua that's the son of the orzuru he quotes his father, and his tshuva is Yud Dalid, Zeloshan Abu Mori, Zekat Khan Slovak, the Simone Zerua Odom Shaov Aveir Sheshba B'Achiv, Misa. The person didn't have which Misa. It means wasn't a saddle. and he died. Okay, whatever, of old age, whatever. He died before he was, uh, before he had a chance to do chuva. So then he's a russia and you don't even have a for him. However, nera bide goyim But if the person was killed by goyim while he was still in that status of being a russia, that is a kapara umis ablin olav. And you do have a That's a kapara. The death at the hands of a goy. And here it doesn't say necessarily only to give up your religion because we're talking about a russia to begin with. This is what my father said. Such a person has kaporah. And then he cries, of course, those people narrated me to tzidko Those people were righteous people and killed by Goyim. Certainly, certainly they're kiddoshim. But he already opens the door. The Marachar Zeruah does, seems to me, the idea that again, a Rosha, right? talking someone who's a Chayv Misa, right? He did whatever I he did. Chayav Misa, not talking about a big tzaddik. Nonetheless, if he's killed by Goyim, he gets some form of a kaporah. So it's possible that this is rooted in the Gemara in Tzachim Nun Amr Aleph. Gemara tells a story 14, of Yosef lady, Real, realistically, the son of Michelle, he once got very sick and he, like, he fell into a trance, almost like he died. Okay. And it's like, he is, you know, it's, it's, sometimes you hear about these people who are, you know, very, very deathly ill. And they're like sort of on the line between life and death. In a certain way, they're already dead. And then they come out of it. It happens once in a while. And I don't know if we call that a coma today, but something along those lines. You hear, you hear, I mean, uh, I've told the story. I remember my grandfather, Alvasham, uh, my mother, my mother's father, but he he had a heart attack. And, um, you know, he was really in very, very bad shape. And he told us afterwards, he felt that his, the sham was leaving. Okay. He felt the sham was leaving. And he actually saw his father-in-law, my great-grandfather who was already, had already passed away. And his father-in-law, my great-grandfather said to him, Yitzchak, that was the name of Yitzchak, He said, Yitzchok, and not yet, not yet, go back, not yet. And he recovered from it, but it was like an out of, body type experience. Anyway, the Gemara says of Yosef, the son of Yeshua Levi, had such an experience and when he came back, he came to his father, and said, so what did you see in the other world? So a few things. One of the things is <speaking in Hebrew> Those people executed by the government, meaning, you know, Jews the Jews were persecuted by the government. Those people were executed. Nobody can stand in, theiranha- in, theiranha- in their mechitza. Their, their share in the world is unbelievable. People were killed by Malchus. Now, who are they? The Madnen, or who are they? or Rabbi Akiva, this famous Asar Ahugri Malchus, you tell me Rabbi Akiva, okay, what do you mean? Mishum Ahugri Malchus Sulo? Rabbi Akiva needed that ticket. In other words, you're telling Rabbi Akiva, oh, Rabbi Akiva and his, you know, the colleagues, meaning the other, you know, the other of the Asar Ahugri Malchus, Rabbi Akiva, that we're talking about? No one stands in their Mechitza? They had this high level in of my even before. Being executed by the Romans. So, what does it mean? What does it mean? Haruge Machos can't be told in Kiva because this implies that these are people who have this exalted status only because, only because they, you know, they were they were they were killed by the by the government for being Jews, you know, for their Judaism. Uh, so, can't be told in Kiva because he had plenty of other tickets. Rather, Ella Haruge Lud was the people who were killed in Lud. Uh, nothing to do with the airport. What, what happened in Lud? Okay, so another Rashi explains right. um, uh look at, in Aleph, 15. Look at in the 15, It's not he died, his soul left his body. He came back, he came to Haruge what do you mean? had no other No, that can't be. Ella's talking about Haruge Lur. Who is that? Two brothers. Not necessarily Tzadikim Two brothers who acknowledged or admitted that they killed the Bas Okay. The same Sugi appears in the, in the, they, they admitted a crime they didn't do to save other Jews. Same, same Rashi appears in a little more detail in Baba Basa Same Gemara appears. It was in It also appears in Baba Basa in Source 16. But the same Gemara. There, Rashi gives a little more detail. Haruge Lud, Lulius, Lulianus, Uppapus. That was their names. It's not exactly, you know, uh, Yankel and Shimon, you know what I mean? It's a they, weren't, they weren't necessarily, they were Jews. They weren't necessarily the greatest, uh, you know, Lulianus and Papus. Achim Shehorgum, Harasha HaBaludkiyot, can I remember Sekhaz It refers to Gomorrah and A princess was found dead. They blamed it on the Jews. They said, we're going to kill all the Jews unless the people come forward and admit it. These two brothers, Luganos and Papos, came forward and admitted they did it, even though they didn't do it, and therefore spared the whole Jews. And if you can look in the Gomorrah and it doesn't exactly spell out the whole story there in Tanis, It says, two Turinos, that was his name, Lulianos or and It doesn't say in the Gomorrah what they did. Doesn't say it exactly in the Gemara, and then they they they, they were makabel their fate. Okay, so they're considered to be looking Rashi and Tiny Shifcheslam Bayes nineteen. Luyanas, who pop was gemurim Hayu. They were perfect tzadikim. Now again, we don't know anything about them. Maybe they were, but maybe they weren't in terms of their conduct. But what they did over here, okay, and they died. In effect, Al Kiddush Hashem. They, they weren't they weren't being tortured for their religion, but again, they're not called kedoshim. They're called tzadikim gemurim. And therefore, one could argue that somebody who does something to defend other Jews, to save other Jews, even if he wasn't necessarily the most stellar person in terms of Shmir Samitzas, but that's enough to give him this exalted level, maybe even to call him a Kaddish. You follow what I'm saying? No, you have soldiers. These two men came forward and basically saved the entire community in Lud, because they acknowledged they doing a crime, which they didn't do, but then they gave up their lives for it. So that's uh, perhaps one can extrapolate from there. You have Jewish soldiers in the army who give up their lives and so on for defending other Jews. That's quite a level. That's Sadiq so it tells you the story there Okay, uh, Rashi you know, tells the story the way we had it before that again uh, the princess was found and they admitted it and so on and so forth to explain everybody alright so, therefore, we have a, there we have a mucker, perhaps, because the issue there was not giving up your life for your Judaism, and issue was giving your life to save other Jews, and that already brings you to an exalted level, according to this Gemara. The only thing is, full disclosure, some Rishon learned that not all would happen, a different version of the Quran and the Chidushim Tapsachim, Nunav and, and Aleph, in 20, says the Haruge uh, Lud, something else, Amr Bahagoda, uh, through actually Rishonim and Sanhedrim per Gimal Aloche source 21, they were told to drink, from a certain type of cup that only non Jews use, and they were told they got to do it because we want to show that you are not Jewish. And they refused to do it because even the Gemara says even to change the color of your sho- shoelaces, Arkas and right? Uh, um, you're not allowed. To, if the goyim are trying to get Jews to show their lack of uh, fealty to Judaism by changing even a small thing, you're not allowed to do it. Okay, so that was the case over there. That's how Yishalmi has in Sanhedrin Hey, for the three, but not. If it's a time of, of a in public, I feel a filo Mr. Kawa, I use Lillanos. To some type of a colored pitcher or a colored cup, they didn't accept it. And that's how the Korban Ha'edah there in Sanhedrin, Perkimah he says, okay, because it was before Hesia, and Moshe also says there in So according to the Yushalmi in this version, the story of Papua and Lianus was a story about abandoning Judaism or showing weakness in Judaism and accepting other religions, and therefore it would not impact our story, okay our shir tonight. Uh, again, the first version, version Rashi quotes, and I'll be shown a quote in in, in, in Baba Sokim, then it would have because there we see people who are brought or uh, uh, achieved this exalted level, nothing to do with giving up their religion. There is a medrish in him Pusik says in Parak Tess, Pusik twenty four. We know the Pusik, it's in Aberakh this morning. And then the Omer, but the Omer is not part of the Pesach right? the, Ch- the next passage. Okay, anyway. Okay, won't forget that the cry of the humble. So the Medrash tells the there in and tells Gimel, Pesach Gimel, comes to avenge the torture of Tzadikim, Litboa Domos like the domo Rabbi who he also took the blood he also will avenge the blood of Ben Kufir, Okay? And Akhari Baruch will never forget, and not only that, but look at the second line The low Domun shall tadikim Belvad, Elakolmi Shenerag Ashmad. And the Dhamma Shalasura the a list of the Asura Gemalchus, of which there are different lists. You have the Kinna Antishabah, we have the Musaf, the Avodanim, we have the and Kippur, the different versions of the story of the Asura Gemachos. They didn't really all live in the same generation or generation apart, but whatever it is, you have a whole list over here, which is not exactly the same. In any event, that's Kidare But for our purpose this evening, and it lists all the different names. Okay, again, not all the same names that we know. But anyway, this medridge says, on the second line, I stress again, along and their blood is also going to be to I like that and then it tells the story of who this Ben kupia was and he did to save somebody, and again you have time you can read it, but the bottom line is again there is an act of saving here, so that may make a difference and again uh it doesn't say that necessarily it was on account of religious issues, although one could argue that just as a Rekiva was killed because, you know. Again, he's teaching Torah and so on. Maybe that's what it is talking about, but at least it's a possible, a possible Mokar for this idea. Again, it does fall short of calling the Kadoshan. There is another Gemara. Sanhedrin Mem Zayin Amidal of 26. Narag Mitok Risho. That's what the Marachar Zerua that we saw earlier in, 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 in the, in Shubhas and the, Shuvah, some, some of the back in Source, uh, what was it? It was Source 13. That's what he's referring to. Okay. This Gemara and Sanhedrin. Narag Mitok Risho. If a person was killed while well, he's a Russia, I meaning he's not a, a front person, not a religious Jew, he's a Russian, but he's killed. cave on delav or ki or he didn't die of natural natural causes in normal fashion. Kavele kapora, it's a kapora. He does get a kapora. It doesn't say he's a Kodosh, but he does get a kapora from this, uh, you know, from being killed, uh, even though he was a uh, Russian, okay, or deserving of punishment. teda, and it quotes a passage, we know it's one of the Pesukim, uh, it's one of the Tilim that many people are saying now, Tilim I intest. Noznu as crying to left the corpses of your servants as food for the birds out in the field, and the flesh of your righteous ones for the animals. Okay, so the Gemara says back in in twenty six, and Rashi and him quotes it. but the Gemara quotes this possible and says, "My avodecho, my chasidecho." What are these two words in Pesach Veis? Nivlas avodecho and Bisar chasidecho. What's the double lotion So, av chasidecho, chasidecho man. That means a chasid, a pious person, a regular pious person. Avodecha means honey. The mechayve Those are people who may deserve punishment from their previous action, Not chasidim, not pious people, but kaven the ichtol korla avodecho. Korla avodecho. Once they get killed by non Jews, then they're already already called, called Avadim. That's how Rashi writes, in Tilim Parak Aintes Posik Bayz, Alor Rishaiim Hayu, Elamishiblu Puranasam, Hari Hareem Chasidim. And it's like something else he makes it in the measure shokata also there in Tilim and Miz Mizwar Ayantes in Osdal. Same thing, right? Um uh it's told, again the double language of Sar Chasidecha, Nibas Avadach, Khazidim of but the other people are also considered righteous or considered at least Avadim of Kharishbarfu, just like we find that Kavan shenikla That's referring to something we find in Parshas Kisetse when a person deserves Malkus. Now, who deserves Malkus? A person did an avirah. So again, we're not necessarily talking about the most righteous person, right? And it says in Perkafay Pazim Beit and Dvarim, B'ha'yam bin Hakozar Russia, right? They give him the Russia malchus and Gimel Arboim Yakanal. Is he forty? Up to forty. I mean, we know thirty-nine. Otherwise, b'nikla achicha le'necha, your brother. Your brother, this is a guy was in Russia. You call him my brother? So the Mishnah and Makkah, so at the end of the Sekta 31 says, Kol niftu de Once the person had his punishment, then he's treated like your brother. So here you put that together with the Gemara and Hedid Memzan So you have at least an idea that, uh, people who, who die or who killed by non-Jews, you know, just, just like the person who gets Malkus after he gets his punishment, he's called a chicha. So too, so too, somebody who may have been a Russia, but now he, he died, uh, you know, before he got to Detruva and so on and so forth, he's already called a Avodecha. And, uh, okay, it, it's a Mila, It's short of calling a Kadosh, but it is still some sort of a myla. But it also might require that he, the Accept his fate. Good. So it does. That's a good point because it does say that. It says Kibel Puranos. That's that's the language of the. uh uh, Rashi, right? should keep blue a good point. Absolutely. Okay. Maybe, maybe something else. We'll see one other thing in just a moment. One other such example, you know, we know in Parshish Kadosh, of course, the famous Possek, Yukra Perikites Possek Yurches in 32. Okay. Uh, it says, we have a Haftar kamocha, So, we usually, you know, Haftar kamocha, is one of these slogans you see on the wall in the schools and the kids talk about Haftar kamocha, in a song. Here's an unusual application. Xubas Laman Zanarabe, 33. When you have to execute somebody, execute him in a nice way. Why? Uh, right? Rashi says try, try an execute him in a way that he's killed quickly. Say if he chop his head off with a sword, but you're not supposed to use an axe and other things and so on. Based on the Hafter Rechakamocha, so the Shitim Kupetzis there in Ksuvas line 35 says, "What even? mean? He's a reyacha, the guy who, who's being executed by Bez. He's one of the he's his kagmises Bezdim." Okay, and we're calling him Recha, replying to have to the Recha Kamochi. He's my Reah, He's considered a friend. The answer is Altisma says the Yeshit on the second line of thirty-five. Altisma and Karl also a cousin Rea. The Rea also because again it's like the Nichla Chichanech is accepting his fate. What Abe said is correct. He to accept his fate. Okay, it's an important point. There's Radak in Yermio, Parakay Pasuk Aleph in thirty-six. Sholto the B'chuzi talks about Jews who are running the streets of Yishlaim. You can skip to uh, uh thirty-seven. The the, the uh, the Radak explains over there in Yermio, okay, it says there were Jews who were wicked people in the streets of Yerushalayim, such that, okay, Um, ki- I look at the second the last line there, third line of, of Yerushalayim, ki- people who were the righteous people were afraid to go out of the house because of other Jews. <speaking in Hebrew> okay. And nonetheless, even these Roshonim, who, who, you know, terrorized the neighborhood, who, because of them, righteous people are afraid to go outside. So we're not dealing with pious people here. So again, they're not using the word kadosh, but it means that somebody was killed, okay, by a non-Jew. Alright, and not necessarily over religious issues. These were Rishon. They're killed by non-Jews. It is some form of a kapora, and it get called avadecha vachasindecha. Now, Rabbi Nyona, in the Shari Tshuva, Shari Dalal and 38, seems to say this is true, okay, if they did, if if, if, they, if they did some form of Chuvah and accepted it, okay, so sort of like Abe said before. Okay. Look at the second line. They accepted their fate. They did vidu, and so on. That's how the also writes. On that, Sugin He writes. Fine. But uh, if you did chuva, you know, it's only it's only if you did chuva that you get this exalted status. And so, it's possible that you know, if you didn't accept your fate, you didn't do chuva, Maybe it wouldn't be the same. However. Mm-hmm. The Agosa mm-hmm. makes a blanket statement in Moid mm-hmm. Per Paragimel Siman Nuntes. The Agosa is a comment on the Rosh gimmel of, 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 of Moid Katan Siman Nuntes. hava um, no strings attached. Doesn't speak about tshuva. Does better accept your fate if you're killed. So you get a kapora. And the Shulchan Aruch discusses that actually in your day in hechos kriya siman shin mem sifeh. There are more rights. In Rogelaso, if a person was an avarian, technically speaking, ain't misablenov. You don't have to do, you don't have to no shvi. You don't have to have a veilus, okay? But okay. be yesh omrim, Shemumar, mumar, the heretic, right? She nerag bidei Miss Some, and that's how I go. So is quoting that if he might have been a mumar, might have been a heretic, not what He didn't die to defend Judaism or to stick to his religion. He was a heretic, but he was killed by a guy. You do, you are At The end. He writes, omrim, the ain't mislamech A ikar, disagrees with that psak. It's not true. On the other hand, the Shah, there in your the day, Sivan Shinman, Sivkoton Tess, he says that um uh in the Ramah, Mashmah the Apumur Shin Eric Bidekov Ikar Ainlis Abalov, can't cuss about teras so, That's the, the Lavuj, okay, the Aisham and the Ainless Avalam and so on and so forth. But I think Sorachin is not so fast. He quotes the Ashri, quotes or quotes others who say that no, uh you don't think the Ram is right. The person is entitled to be uh, mourned, and there is some form of kapora. So it's a little bit of a machlokas. Okay, certainly in Sirkot and Yud, he writes in the Chazal Kasher The guy did tshuva. They're a different story, but not necessarily. Okay, it's not necessarily the case he had to have done tshuva. The Taz over there in Simchat and and Gimel is all a side point, really. Forty-three. came to He gets kapora, and later on, the Shulchan Aruch seems to agree because he does say. Even though it says, Ain misablin, if you look in, it's a little bit of a steer, but not for now, but i more right, he omrim, it's a little omrim, the mumur shenerag, we ought to have kachovim, bon of omrim, all of kaddish. You say kaddish, there is some form of morning, that's how the Chay Odom writes, the chokhmus Odom, shara simchol kuf, nun beiz, of galad, he says, mumur shenerag, with ought to have misablin, the keivan shenerag, haveli misos, so kapora, um misablin, Okay, and it says the same thing called Kufayin Aleph, if you raise, about saint saying Kaddish. So, there is an idea, even a Rosh, even a Mumar, okay, even a Mumar uh, is entitled to be more than time. Kaddish said for him, if he was killed by a non-Jew, and again, this sounds like any type of killing for a non-Jew, Um, you know, so now we'll bring it up, well, we'll see in just a moment. One other, Haora, based on a Rambam, the Mishnah says it's on Hedrin Mem Vom Aleph. okay, 47, the Mishnah says, uh, that a person who was executed by Bezin did not get buried in his family plot. They would have placed in the cemetery uh, two different places: l'ne'rog in Okay, the different four mises of Bezin. So two of them, Herig and Chenek. Those people got buried in one section of the cemetery. The skila and Sweifa people got buried in a different section of the cemetery. But in this Akalabosar, once the flesh is decomposed, then you can gather the bones and reinter the person in his proper place. That's the halacha. And that's what the Rashi explains it. Okay, why? Because once the flesh is decomposed, look at the Rashi, in this Akalabosar in 48, Sanhedrin and kvarni skaper, and He already had Miso and Bizoyan not being buried in Jewish cemetery. And so, so you can, after that point, at uh, some point, where, where it goes away. The Rambam brings us in Perk, of of Hikkosan Hedralokhates, <laughs> called Bezin Bezdin, Ain so and so on. But afterwards, um, you know, you, can, you, you, can, you can do it. So the Chuvas, you can bury him in the, the family plot. So Chuvas Haradach, of David Cohen with earlier, Archon and Bai, Islam Gimel, 50 or Shinar Gimel, he quotes this Rambam, talking about Haruge Bezdin, Haruge Bezdin. Okay. Um, uh, and he talks about in you know, the Kapor and so on, but at the end of the second line, Avalruge Malchus, the Lab that's talking about Haruge Bezin, were executed by a Jewish court, but Haruge Malchus, people were killed as Jews because of the non-Jewish government and so on, the Labbe Bezin Mekatlu, Afal Gav with Din Meh Avanusem and Vahabu Bekhagyusral Hak Sharon, Minigbar Mikira Boseyan. He says those people, people killed as Jews by the government, that, that doesn't apply. It's only a Ruvie a different story. Okay, but um, even you know, they may decide that we can figure out they deserve it, they didn't deserve it. But bottom line is, they're like all other Jews, and therefore he says, uh, and he says now, in Cain, look at the fourth line, Kolshe Cain in the They list him. Let's say a guy was killed. He was he was robbed. He was held at gunpoint. They killed him. Okay, in other words, it wasn't because of religious reasons uh, and it wasn't a government thing, but uh it was, it was at least him, right? The low Nispa the body was left abandoned somewhere, right? In the middle of nowhere. Highwaymen came upon this person, they they, they raided the caravan or whatever it was, and they killed everybody. It happens, you know, today it less, but it but it has happened. Okay, they left the bodies there okay, so Pshita the isle Kapor of Israel Kosher Mikri certainly they get a Kapor from that and a are called Ksherem, even though we don't know if they were necessarily religious or observant Jews, it doesn't matter they met such an uh, unfortunate end okay, if you remember correctly the Gemara in Sanhedrin from 26 began Nareg mitokrisho came the lav ki they died in an unusual way they were robbed, they were, they were held at gunpoint and then killed Okay, so so uh, those listing they're murderers, okay, but they were highway robbers and murderers and so on, we know all the time. And therefore the Radach says, no, but based on this, Haruge Bezdin aren't buried and so on, as we said. But Haruge Malchus and certainly as well, these listing who, who killed somebody and they left the bodies to rot and so on and so forth, they're certainly considered to be Kadoshim. So look, we saw, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, the horror of people's bodies just left. Okay, so we were able to get Jews to bring them to, to course Israel and so on and so forth. And people who worked on it can imagine doing that kind of work of and other, other people, but in any event, they were left. So they were, you know, with these observant Jews and who, who kept armaments, I don't know, irrelevant according to this, right? According to the, nevertheless, they're considered Yisrael kosher. Again, a full sort of calling them Kedoshim, but certainly they're Yisrael kosher. Okay. That's what the Radach says. The Rambam actually has a letter called the Geras Hashmad, Fifty-one. I quote a part of it. Also, sometimes called Mamar Kedush Hashem, Yigares He said a different level or one level of Madregas Hanerogim Al Kedush Hashem, Hanusim Baonas Hashemad. Da. Keep mokom. He says Yharbav and so on. And then he writes towards the end, he has a Pesach in Shir Hashim, I printed a Pesach in 52, Shir Hashim, Parag Beis, Pesach, Zion, so it speaks there, about people who stood up, so to speak, they were like, in the time of Shmad, and they became like, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's, Representatives and so on in the time of Shmad and other pasuk. The Rambam quotes in Parak Mandala pasuk Chav Gimel fifty three. Ki Alecha Haradu Kolayon. We are being killed for you all day. We like sheep to the slaughter. But the ramam writes, if to quote in these psukim look three lines on the bottom of fifty one. The she is akeo ake lalos b'mal yodon kazoos klomar shenero gal kedushas Hashem. Someone who dies on kedushas Hashem. Afilu hoya avanosov kimo yiravam ben nevat b'chaverim. Even if the guy sinned like a Benavat, he's the arch sinner, right? The Benavat is, is, is the person who's chote or machtes right? He not only really sinned himself, but he got so many other people that the is considered one of the great villains, one of the great Jews who was a tremendous avarian, tremendous chote, right? A tremendous rasha. The tremendous rosha. The Ramam writes, somebody who dies al kedushas Hashem, afilu hoya avonosav, can be rabban Benavat, chaverim and people like him, who meolam the person has a shared ball. But fillalo tamr they be tamr Nothing like that. Okay, the person has a share sharp. Now the Rama may be talking about this other type of kedushas Hashem, shame, okay? And he mentions that Gemara Psachum that we saw before. It's not Susabe Kiva, it's as well, like we mentioned before. Now again. Um, it may be that the Rambam was told only people who died out of kiddish shame for the religion, but it's hard to say that somebody who was a sinner like a ben Benavat would be willing to give his life rather than do an averi. He was doing Avera's even willingly. Okay, there's some people who do things willingly, but when you tell them to do it, they won't do it. Okay, that's, that's uh, human nature sometimes. You know, you're not, not going to tell me what to do, right? Like people will toughen up. But all right, but the, I think the pastors in the Ramah may not be like that. The guy who was, uh, sins like a ben Benavat, again, the arch sinner, Okay, and most likely wouldn't give him his life to preserve his religion. But if he's killed by Goyim, nevertheless, he's a Ben Allah, the Ramah writes. Okay, so, now certainly it would seem to me, as we mentioned earlier, someone who's engaged in Hatzalah saving Jewish lives, like the story of the Harugi Lud, assuming the first version of the story that they were killed because they, you know, they, they saved other Jews by coming forward to admit. Uh, you know, to admit that they did something they didn't do just so there wouldn't be a pogrom against the Jews. So, um, there is a Gemara in Sanhedrin, Kuf, Gimel, base, 54, Tanya. More says, There are many, many kings, uh, especially in the northern kingdom, Al-Khazi, who, about whom it says in Navi, in Saint Malachim, he did bad. He was a Russian. All those people, Lochayan Maloni, they don't have eternal life, but they're not judged either. Rashi says, Sanhedrin Kuv Gilmore base 55, Lo chayin lo yichyu lo olam ha-boi tzadikim but ve'ein nidon ennamen be-gehenim. They're kind of in limbo, right? They don't get olam ha like the rest of the tzadikim, but uh, they don't get Gehenim either. That's the malchayi Yisrael. Okay? Um yichisioro, Malcha Okay, there were other kings, we'll, we'll talk about what difference between kings and Malcha and to well. Not our issue right now. Why don't they get punished? Take a look in 56, the Yad Ramah. That's, that's not the Ramah in the Shulchan Aruch promotion. Moshe Israel. This is Ramah, Arishon and Rameir, Malabi. The Yad Ramah, and in, in Kulkio, and Beiz Gomas, and Tanya, quotes this Kemara, and he says, towards the end, Bechitema Matam, Enonidonim. Why? They, they, they were Rishoyim. Why aren't they judged? That's one of they're kind of in the middle, right? They're kind of in the limbo. They don't get a, oh, my boy, but they don't get Gehenim either. Whatever exactly that means, they're in the limbo somehow. But, but, but what, what, why not? Bechitema Matam, Enonidonim. These were Rishoyim. Right? It's a pretty, Damning statement by Ben Hashem. So why don't they get the punishment? So it says, They saved Jewish lives. They were kings. They cared for their people. They cared for the Jews. They defended other Jews. So there we see that somebody who was engaged in saving Jews, even though the person's in Russia, okay, nevertheless, maybe doesn't get the, you know, that same punishment. Well, certainly if the person is killed, we put everything together, maybe that person is elevated to, to a different status. The Peleoites, the entry under Hatzolo, the encyclopedia of like a encyclopedia by 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 alphabetical by topics, so on Hatzolo, fifty seven, he talks about the importance of saving lives and so on. And he writes, it's somebody who does that. You know, we know and so on. Whoever saves one Jew, it's like he saved the whole world. But he writes, um, he says, uh, Find the right uh, phrase here. He says, fourth line: Even the emptiest of the Jews, they do this. They're like they're full of mitzvahs, like 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 pomegranates, they're full of seeds. Okay, people who are empty in terms of mitzvahs, they don't observe mitzvahs, but they're engaged in saving Jewish lives." So that is machriya that a kodesh baruch gives them uh, gives them a reward. So if that's the case, one can certainly say soldiers may not be religiously observant in all ways, but but if they engage in saving lives, so that's certainly a very important uh, line of credit or piece of credit on their uh, on, you know uh, on their record. And it, Similarly, there's a gemara in Tainis Tchav and 58. Interesting gemara. And figure out what it means, but it says, a broker from Chazor, Rashi says, he's from Chazor, the name of place, would frequent the marketplace in Lefet, Rashi says, Moko, name a place. He ran into a Leon of Eden. used to appear to him. However, we understand what that means. So one day, Omar Le, is there anybody who's going to, in this market right now, that's sharing all of my ball? And I said, no, nobody here, because they weren't the most righteous people. Later on, a little while later, they saw a guy who was wearing non, non-Jewish type clothing, and he didn't have on. and Eleonov, said, oh, that's a guy who was a Sharon my And the broker was like, what? That, that's the guy. He looks like a non-Jew. He's wearing non-Jewish clothing. He doesn't have tzitzis on. Well, he he right? He wasn't dressed committing a Yehudim. What's going on here? So he ran after. Said, so, well, who are you?" So he says, told him, um, why aren't you, and he him, "Why aren't you wearing tzitzis? Why are you wearing non-Jewish clothes?" I hang around like a spy. I hang around among non-Jews so they won't know who I am. Okay, and when I hear that they're plotting against Jews, I uncover the plot and I go report it to the Jews to save them. I, I don't want them to know I'm Jewish. So when there's some kind of a problem, I let the rabbis know. The leaders know about it. So there was a guy naturally He has a shemalamabot. Was this guy in other ways a religious person? I don't know. Doesn't say. And he certainly did not have a problem walking around with no tits and dressed like an jew But he did it for positive reasons. So somebody who defends Jews for sure is a benelamabot. They called the kadosh. I can debate it, but he's certainly a benelamabot. Interesting. The one person I saw who did speak about kedoshim in a broader sense seems to me is the Maharil. One of his chuvas chuvas Maharil, says that Ain Bay O's Oz Gimel, Umashe Kosav the Bahani, the Nerag Mutochis, Kadosh veChosin. Somebody who dies was killed, rather, was killed. Even though he's a Russian, he says he is called the Kadosh. Ain Ochanami, Kraw Nami Ksivin. First act that passing into him, Nivlasavadecha ke Nossoz Nivlasavadecha keeps. That Gemara which we said, Chassidecha means Chassid, Avodecha means other people. Okay? And Kona, he acquired the status, of So according to the Maharil is a Rishon. Here we have Mariel writing that people who were killed, even betok Rishon, meaning they were Rishoyim. So we're not talking about people necessarily who gave up their lives as Jews in terms of defending their religion, refusing to bow down to idols, refusing to acknowledge other religions or to reject Judaism and so on, to renounce their Yiddishkeit. Talking people who are otherwise Rishoyim, but if they're killed, okay, then call yourself Kedoshim, and he refers to them as Kedoshim. So I think that's an important source. Interestingly, the Shloh, Shalom Shai Leib in the Sefer Shari Osh O's Aleph under Ms Amuna Oz Nun Zain sixty one has a fascinating thing. He says Hashem. If somebody has the opportunity to be in the midst of Kiddush Hashem, he and it's in front of other people and so on. Kodem she Yivarech is a bracha on this mitzvah, and he spells out the bracha. Imagine make a bracha. Person knows he's about to die. He's supposed to make a bracha. And he said, like any other mitzvah, says has a brucha. And Some mitzvahs don't have a bracha, and these are this not in that category. Now. There you have a brocha, so that sounds like a mikadash moram, you're a kadash. However, in the next, in a couple of paragraphs later, oh, samach beiz, the second paragraph there in 61, <laughs> the shalor writes, veda, kya brocha azuhimishum shmivarchen amitza se venik dashti, the mitzah say, okay, there's a brocha because there's a mitzah. Like we saw the posa before in Parshish Emor, right back in source six, parakov beis amayikro posa klamit bey's venik dashti besoch benesu So, you do a mitzah, you make a brocha. So he tells you the text of the brocha, but he says, um, that's only true if it's uh, you know, if it's a. You're kind of mitzvah. Kiddush Hashem. Look, what he writes this bracha is uh, only when it, the certain criteria are met. But he writes in the second line there of Samach Baze, of the second paragraph, of sixty-one. Ainu befarhesia. Alpha bishadina dinale gula lavor. Called fear of tzikhar ben mechein kol averes pishas hashmad. Other opportunities, like we said, to Hashem, like we saw in the Rambam, if it's you know, if the time of Shmad you have to give up any mitzvah, or it's in private, and so on. And That's not Mishum Nidasti Oz Ein Mokl You wouldn't make the brocha The only time you make the brocha is the actual uh, mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem when all the criteria met. And then he writes, "Vehain Elo Hakadoshim vaTorah me Yisrael I notice he calls them Kadoshim they torture Jews. Kadei al admit something, or, you know, again, many times in Jewish history, Jews were accused of things, they tortured them, whether they talk about the Inquisition or other things along those lines. Okay, Inquisition was for religious reasons, but for other things, ma'ashia sought to tell, torture them to tell, tell where money is hid or other things like that. sovli ma'inu and and people tolerate this pain that's even harder than death in some ways even if it's in public, it's known, it's not for violation of religion. It's not the bracha. Okay? He says, because the bracha, the mitzvah, the mitzvah, the mitzvah, the mitzvah, the Torah. that's only when they want you to violate religion, and not other things, or other types of, and so on and so forth. Okay? that That's the situation. But in this situation, he says, you don't make the bracha. But uh, so one could argue, well, maybe it wouldn't be Kiddush Hashem, but he does still refer to them as Kiddushim and Tohoim. So that's so. It's he, he's not killing him because he's a Jew either. Well, he's killing him because he wants his money. Right. But he may be, maybe give him a harder time because he's Jewish. But yeah, very possible. Very possible. Okay. But at the end of the day, Rabbi saying we we have to believe, and again, referring to people as Kiddushim, we know the Poseidon Yoshua Parag Zion, you know, this is after the. Uh, the story with Yericho, and they took from the Cherem, the spoils, so it says "Per Yud, Parag Zion, Posit, Yud, Aleph and Yeshua, Chota Yisrael, even though not all the Jewish people sinned, one person did, but that's where the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Mem, D'Alam, and Aleph says, Chota Yisrael, Omer, Abba, Barzav, Da'af, El, Pish, Chota Yisrael, person's still Jewish, okay, person's still Jewish, and look what Rashi says over there in Sanhedrin, Mem, D'Alam, and Aleph, that Gemara, based on that Joshua, a Apostle in Yeshua, 64, Chota Yisrael, Adayim Sheim Kedushosam Aleihem, they still have Kedusha Sisera. I don't know if Rashi is going so far to say they're called Kedoshim and so on, but a person still has his potential Kedusha, even if he didn't have various. That's something to keep in mind as well. The Chassam Sofer talks about the following case. Listen to this. Tshuva Chalak Herodei Shin Lamed Gibel. Okay, the uh, Chassam Sofer. A Jew, A Jew was killed by a goy. Doesn't say what, what his level was of, observance. He was killed by a guy. Okay. And as a Shiloh way to bury him. Okay. And what, the minute the Heber Kaddish, that's what he talks about. And apparently, you know, there is a Chazal that tell us that the Arba Mises Bezdin, we don't have the Arba Mises Bezdin anymore. Okay. Skila, Strafe, Harak, and Chenek. But people who deserve to die, because arranged them to die in, in a way that's similar to that. So this guy was killed. So maybe he was, was from somebody who, you know, who, who deserve to uh deserve to die he Mises Bezin and if Heber Kaddish was hesitant, he should be buried in the regular Jewish cemetery or not so the Sofer said, look, I don't know what the minigir is and so on, but my opinion is that uh, this person, the, the hara is not going to come from me, At the end of the first paragraph, I'm going to paskin, yikbaru b'kibba sabosal if okay, bury him with his family plot, okay in accordance with his covenant. Okay. And he also mentioned that Gamor, he was killed by a guy. And furthermore, he says, we don't know this person, what his, what his status was. Okay. Chazal said, maybe, may, we say that everybody who was given over and, and executed by governments was Chai of Mrs. What are you going to say about a it was also, and uh, the other so Obviously, he doesn't mean every case, and therefore he writes at the end, "Does some Sofor look at the uh Shekain Haneragai De This poor guy who was the he was ambushed, he was mugged, he was killed. Okay, in Kain Some calls him a Kadosh. More recently, Rabbi Yashiv in a tshuva, It was approached by the Kalabar Rebbe. This is in Tovshin Memhez, was that 1985? So it was approached by the Kalav Rebbe. He wanted to do something. People should recall all the Kedoshim, and he calls them Kedoshim from the Holocaust. Look at the title. I right, may God avenge his blood. Talk about the Nazis, right? So the Kedoshim that were killed by the Nazis, may God avenge your blood. So this, the Rebbe was trying to get, you know, V'yoshua to back some sort of a thing that people say, Shema Yisrael at the end of davening every day, after Aleinu, can read the chuba. but he says again, he refers to them, was the six million Kedoshim, okay, from the Shoah. And again, well, Yasha didn't like this particular plan, and it's hard to get people to do it, and so on, and we didn't make a tiny after the Shoah, but nevertheless, you know, we certainly consider these people to be Kedoshim, and he says it's better. Look at the last paragraph of Ladaiti Minaroylakhzik and Varso um Limod Mishnah. But notice he refers to them as Kadoshim, where every one of the six million people tzaddik, and there were many who were, but everybody was, uh, plenty of people were not showing Torah Mitzvahs in any way, shape, or form, but they still referred to as Kadoshim, because they were killed in this way, and it wasn't for their religious reason. Rabbi Nasher Klein, Mishnah, 67, okay, raise our question, or we raise his question before me, okay, if a Mumar, again a Russia a heretic, a non-observant Jew, was killed for being a Jew. Is he included in Kiddush Hashem? So he talks about this issue, the particulars of this issue, look at the last couple of lines on that page. has him. Scud missiles during the Iraq war. Scud Okay. So a couple of Jews were killed by the Scud missiles. Okay. Shalchab and he saw that they sent to us and so on to wipe us out. Uh, is that person, and it's into Tel Aviv, in Iraq, another place where there are Jews. Okay. Are they considered to be kadoshim? That's what the last is dealing with. And he writes, certainly, the Finans said that we get there, it, it certainly is in, in this category. And he writes, um, again, like the six million kadoshim, and he says, avakeven shenerag, Okay. It doesn't matter what the person's uh, uh, level of observance was. Okay. He's not interested in that. And he says everybody, all these people are considered to be Kadoshan. The fascinating Chuba. It's worth it to read if you have the time. Uh, I'm not going to read the whole thing now, but from Ephraim Shri. It was a Rav in the Kovno ghetto during the Holocaust. A fascinating story. The plan of the Germans, the way the story is reported, was that they were going to wipe out Rahulathan, they were going to wipe out all the Jews, and they were going to have, because the Nazis were nothing, it's not well organized, they were going to have a museum to preserve what was Jewish life before, the well, there's still people called the Jews. We'd just be relics in a museum. And so they wanted to have Jewish books, and they put this Rabbi Rabbi Ephraim in charge of holding on to Jewish books for after the war, and they were put in this museum after they killed everybody. As a result of that, Amufrahmash had access to Sorim during uh, during the war. He was a rubber covenant of ghetto. He was asked and he presented he produced chubas called Charles the by Mimamakim. The fact and they printed one volume in English, responsive from the Holocaust selections. Anyway, what's more powerful than the chubas themselves, in my opinion, is the unbelievable circumstances under which he was asked the question. It's just this unbelievable, uh you know, unbelievable trials and tribulations. So here is a tshuva on the bruch of Kiddush Hashem. And he begins the shele, he has several paragraphs before he gets to the tshuva. He said, I'll never forget, right? Roshi Mayan that's an expression from the Kiddush. remember the black day. That's what the Jews of the ghetto, of Kovno ghetto called it. Yom ha that was, uh, I think, uh, October 28th, 1941, when they basically, I don't mean uh, say in English, but outside, but they rounded up, the Nazis rounded up all the Jews that had to come to a place. You mentioned the second, uh, paragraph, Migrash Demokratia, Demokratia plots. That's where all the Jews had to come, and they knew and anyone stayed in the house would be shot immediately, had to come out, and all the Jews know, knew what their fate, uh, and about 30,000 Jews, um, you know, in the Kovno, again, about 20,000 were killed on that day. Just a terrible, terrible thing. Okay. Um, we, um, he mentions towards the, the middle of the page, a certain rebellion from Warsaw came to me. Okay. He had tried, he had escaped from Warsaw because Kovno was further, was, you know, was further west. It's considered to be safer. Anyway, he came from Warsaw and he knew what was coming and he asked me, okay, what bracha to make on Kiddush Hashem. And he wanted to do it himself, and he uh, wanted to have a mitzvah telling other people maybe the last mitzvah he was doing his life. So in the chuvah he quotes that shalom, and others authorities, and so on, they have different opinions about it, and he quotes the shalom, and they make the brach of Kiddush Hashem. Now again, what was going on here in the Kovno Ghetto was not killing Jews to get them to, uh, they could all have agreed to, to accept Christianity or whatever other religion, and it wouldn't have helped. So it had nothing to do with religious persecution, but they were kidoshim, and the uh Tshuva he felt, you have to say the brach, even though shalom questioned it, but the Shalom only questioned it when the Jews were being tortured for information, like Abe said before, they want their money or something like that. But perhaps even the Shalom would agree if you're doing it because they're Jews, and that was clearly the case in the Holocaust, they're Kedoshim, they make the bracha Kiddosh Hashem, and he writes that that's when he passed for this young fellow, the Kaddish later on, uh, towards the bottom, he taught this guy Elio from Warsaw, taught it to other people as well that they should know the text of the bracha and look to the second to the last paragraph to last paragraph Hei Yodala Shemi Kom Domov. Rahan of course, was the primary Talmud of the Chavitz Chaim. And he was murdered by the Nazis, was Rahan That's why you see the Hei it stands on Shemi Kom May God avenges blood. I once saw this, why you have to be careful with translations, you know, and uh, I don't know, I have a Google translator, AI, whatever it is, but I once saw a, a statement referring to Rahan and it said Rabbi Rahan the 14th. What does that mean? So they thought Hayud Dalat meant the 14th. Right? That's an abbreviation. It doesn't mean Hayud Dalat. There was not a Rav the... I guess you can have Louis the 16th and Rav HaNawas the 14th. But it's not. It means Hashem, Yikom, Tali. He told the Son of Rav Tali that's also the text and that that's what we heard from the Chavitz Chaim too. And I heard that, says Rav from the grandson of the Chavitz Chaim, who's 11th and Hashem, Yikom, Dama, and anyway, You see from this fascinating Jew as well that uh, you make this bracha al-Kiddush Hashem and you're considered to be the sacrifice of a Hashem, uh, even if you didn't die for religious reasons. The reason could be, could be, suggesting this based on something from Rav Salavach, there is a sugi in Sanhedrin that according to Ravah, a person serves a either me Ava, he loves this non-Jew, he wants to impress him, whatever, you get a good raise, you'll, you know, you'll, whatever, you don't believe it. You're just doing it out of Ravah or out of you, you're afraid, you're afraid. So, by Amr Chayab, Rava Mer yeah, but he didn't, didn't accept it. Okay, he didn't accept it. So Tosa's, um asks, okay, in the Sanhedrin Sama base 71, what do you mean? He did it mean So, how how come serving idols is your Haggai You don't mean it. <laughs> you don't really have in mind. You're doing it because you're just bowing down. That's all to, to, to save your life. You're not really worshiping according to Rabba. Why should it be a problem? Right? So, um, and again, it's one of the Haragabas, I like, quote, according the Warrants of Hedron, Dalab, and right? That's one like we saw earlier. It's one of the Haragabas. So the Rambam writes, and see from mitzvah, Mitzvah's essay, test, which is the Mitzvah of Kiddush HaShem 74. The Rambam writes, because this Mitzvah, we have to publicize that We don't want even a person to think. The non-Jew, he doesn't know what's going on in my head. So the Mitzvah of Kiddush HaShem is required. It depends actually on the Das of the, of the oppressor. Right. He doesn't know what's in my head. As far as he knows, I'm bowing down to this idol because I'm really believing it. In my head, I'm only doing it because I'm scared. That's not good enough. That's what the Rama writes. Okay. It says, um, look at the last line of that Rama. That's not enough. You have the rough salivation and the machine insurance on the head when I don't in print yet, but, uh, you I have an advanced copy. You know, He says, I don't like to think, I think that's what is different. a person's sick and there's no forcing him, then you can have certain leniencies with the Yahar, it's not for now, now, but in terms of the Kiddush Hashem. So it could well be there if it depends on the intent of the, or the thought process of the person doing the forcing. So when you have somebody who comes in and wants to kill Jews, Okay, it doesn't matter that he doesn't care less whether the guy observing. He's not like the Nazis; they didn't care whether you religious, not religious. He kept he didn't, he didn't it Doesn't matter. Okay, they wanted to kill Jews indiscriminately. These uh, uh, Hamas terrorists that came in on October seventh on Shabbat, they slaughtered Jews. Most of them were not religious, and they went to a on a, a, a Shabbos went to a concert, you know music festival, whatever, all these poor people never who were killed. They are Kedoshim, because as far as their enemy is concerned, they wanted to eliminate Jews. So you put all this together, I think you have good grounds to say these people are Kedoshim. It's a, it's a result-oriented situation. And the same thing emerges from a comment of Yaakov Kamenetsky on that Pesach and Emor, the same for Emerson Yaakov, he writes, it's a funny language. Two funny languages. First of all, what do you mean, does Why does it formulate as a tzivoy? It's passive. My name shall be sanctified. Say the Blossom Sanctify my name. So number one. Number two, what's the language of the Rambam? We had the Rambam at the beginning, on the first page, page source 8, the Rambam wrote, all Jews, the whole house of Israel, doesn't say cold, i soil have to eat matzan pesa. Cold, i soil have to observe Shabbat. Not such a What type kind of Lush is this? So Yaakov says, because even katanim, even miners have to observe this mitzvah. Because here, even a katanim have to observe it. Why? Because it's cold, basis soil. He quotes the possek and tenel in Oak Mahalal, per kuf tezvav, you, Hashem is barak, you has basis soil. And the next possek, possek, gimel, you barak, you Hashem, katanim, even katanim. Why? Because anything, Anything which leads to Kiddush Hashem, even kids, if it would have said it as the as a mitzvah, so then it would be bound by the regular rules of regular mitzvah. If the focus on the right, that's the idea of the then it applies to everybody. And that's why one could argue that no matter what the, if the intent, it's, it's result-oriented. So many Jews are killed. That's considered to be our Kiddush Hashem. Jews are slaughtered as Kiddush Hashem. A Kabesh Baruch Hu should give us all the bracha. Uh, that we don't have to face such a challenge. But those Jews who do, and to me, I think it's pretty clear that we refer to them as Kadoshim. Certainly they have a shirna on Whatever other areas they did, so Khaled Shabarak will figure out how to, how to hold them accountable for that. But sov, kosov, these people are Kadoshim, and it's legitimate to argue that they perish. of Akirish Hashem, Hashem Yikom, Domov, and we should see Yeshua Bekarov. A good to everybody, and thank you for coming.